0: 601 in the Southland, a live imaging Tuesday. Shit out with Cappy. On this day in 1989, Paula Abdul released Opposites Attract, the sixth and final single from her debut album. This is the one with the cat? Sure is.
1: Isn't it the Pink Panther who's dancing with her? Nope.
0: I was just the Pink Panther dancing in the soup. You did look good. That's the Cabana Sunday Swagger. Looks sharp. And right. I love to shout. Well, we'll hear the hook, then we'll do what you need to know.
1: Two steps forward, I take two steps back. Ah, uh, ah,
0: uh. ah, uh, but it's, it's a track, you know. Six o'clock or top of the hour. Time for what you need to know.
2: Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, just ninety minutes from wherever you are.
0: Take it away, Pindy Seventy.
3: Thanks, Christopher. By the way, um, I loved that. That was like what hooked me on Paul Abdul when I was younger. That video. Loved that video. What was his name? The cat. Pink Panther. DJ Scat Cat or something like that. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah, it is.
1: That's what it was called. (laughs) It's not the Pink Panther.
3: Pulled pulled that one from somewhere. No, not the Pink Panther. Same guy. Raps or sings or anything. Hmm. All right. Well, what you need to know is uh, that Greg Olson could be heading to the head coaching booth, maybe, possibly. Oh, thank God. (laughs) <laughs> well, I could be in the, the well, cards he, for him. He, he's
2: offered, right? To say he like put it out there that if hey if any teams are interested, he's interested well, in no well, I'm that. not sure
1: if it was that, if it was more like, hey, my former team, the Carolina Panthers Hey, I saw what they did with Jeff Saturday last year with the Indianapolis Colts. Let me come coach the Panthers.
3: Yes, the Panthers fired their head coach over the weekend, and Greg Olson put it out there. According to The Athletic, he said that uh, specifically he would be interested in Carolina's current coaching vacancy. How great would that be if It'd you It'd be leave. great for me. By the way,
0: I thought
2: Ryan Clark, who works for us here at ESPN, does a great job. Um, he,
0: the hallelujah, get it? I got I it. I got it. Yeah. I'm just making sure. I just
2: want to get rid of him. The, uh, he had like a funny tweet where he says, I too, like Greg Olson, would love an opportunity to be the head coach of an NFL team if anyone were interested. <laughs>
1: well, the thing is, is that honestly, like all these former NFL players that become NFL analysts on TV now, yeah. here's what they look at. They look at a guy like John Lynch Jr. going from the Fox television booth to the general manager of the 49ers. And they go, well, wait a second. He may have the best team in the NFL. I could do that. I I know football just as well as he does. I follow every player, every team, the whole league. I feel like I could do that job just as well as he's doing. And by the way, remember, when John Lynch Jr. was given that 49ers job, he was ridiculed, and in many cases, people were offended. How could that guy get that job with no experience? Obviously, he's done a great job. Then you look at what happened last year with Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday pulled right off the ESPN, like NFL Today, whatever set, and and sent to Indianapolis— and it did not work out. No. Right back to TV. Yeah. If you're Greg Olson, let me tell you one reason why this is a great move for you. Yeah. Even if the Carolina Panthers don't take you seriously, you know what? Somebody might. Well, that or how about this? You know, Fox is sitting there with a with a $35 million a year Tom Brady who hasn't gotten into the broadcast booth yet. And a lot of people do like Greg Olson in that number one seat. I know that there's a few people on this show that don't, don't particularly
2: not like me. him. Not me. I like
0: him. I'm good with him. It's Chris and Lindsay. Well, Lindsay left. I don't know which one. Oh. The only great thing would be he goes and then Kurt Hansen goes. Kurt, Kurt Hansen, Hansen. Kurt
1: Hansen's just fine. But that Scott Hansen's <laughs> Scott outstanding. Hansen. Sorry. Scott Hansen's really good. <laughs> I like that Scott Hansen. You saw what happened to him this weekend, right? I mean, the guy was broadcasting during like an like an emergency. And total fire alarm. He said, I'm not leaving. Burn this thing down. I'm staying. We got seven hours of commercial free football. And it was almost the witching hour at that time. It was. So look, I think for Greg Olson, one of the ways to maybe leverage yourself to stay in that number 1 seat is to say, hey, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go coach the Panthers. And they go, no, 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 don't go. We're going to keep you at number 1. Tom Brady's not really coming. I'm just wondering if he's playing a leverage game. Do you think Tom Brady
2: actually will go and broadcast? I did not think
1: so. Until this week when he said the NFL is a mediocre product? Until I saw him on the (laughs) Stephen A. Smith podcast and him being so opinionated. Right. I thought, you know what? Tom Brady, maybe he does belong in a booth. We'll see. But I'll, I'll That's tell the you.
3: first time, though, that he's really given any... And a like, real opinion. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's About always anything. just kind of like, whatever.
1: <laughs> and then he got ripped by Alex Smith on ESPN. <laughs> oh, Alex Smith is right, though. Alex Smith was like, wait a second, mediocre football. He's like, bro, you had the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets in yep. your division, he's right. and they all stunk. Right. Yep. Yep. You guys had an easy playoff to get every year. Every year. Yeah. Right. It there was literally the
2: worst time in the AFC East's history, which, by the way, has a long history of being good. Hmm. And
1: those years, they were atrocious. Well, look. Shout out to Alex Smith. I will just say this. I don't think it's that unusual, or let me rephrase that. I, I don't think, I'm going to rephrase again. Triple rephrase yeah, it? A cripple, triple rephrase. I think it can be done. I really do. I think a guy can go You're saying from the booth to to head coaching. Well, I mean and, and could and maybe could be good because I really think a head coach in the NFL has to be a CEO, has a to be delegator leader right, type. Right. Yeah. Exa- and, and a decision maker. Yeah. And I just don't think it's that far fetched. I mean, I, I can remember a guy who uh, you know went from playing pro baseball, playing in Major League Baseball. No managerial experience Whoa. at all. It happens put, all the time. Put on uniform and become a manager, it, first-time manager. A lot of, how many catchers have gone from like catching within a few years to being manager? I think about my buddy Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus, yeah. who's now, I think, working as a bench coach for the Yankees, just got hired. Brad Osmus went from, I've never coached or managed anything, to all of a sudden becoming the Detroit Tigers manager. Yeah. So I don't know why it's so so far-fetched that a player, especially somebody who's still close to the game, could go into being a head coach. I think what the problem is, is that there's a lot, I don't know about a
2: lot, but there's a a decent amount of head coaches that still do one thing specifically well, too. Like, they, McVay calls plays, right? What about Brandon Staley?
1: What's he do well? Sean Payton calls plays. What about Brandon Staley, though? What does he do well? So, like, what would, would Greg Olson, would we call plays? I don't think so. I think think if you're Greg Olson, you just, you hire an offensive coordinator and you're the decision maker. You're the delegator. That's right. Mm. I don't know if that, I don't know.
2: Like Belichick was the defensive guy, like mm-hmm. still. No matter, I don't care who the defensive coordinator was, it was Belichick. Yeah, I just, I, I think it could happen. I, oh, I, I, listen, I, I why not? I, I, I don't know, you know, why not? Like, I, why would you. Like, what's the argument against it? I guess is the question.
1: The argument against it is he hasn't you, gone through the right. He hasn't done the grind right, and that's and that's what bothers people. Right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to remember who it was but, recently that that had that. Oh well, it was it was the Rex Ryan thing. Yeah. When Rex Ryan said that little BS, Brandon Staley should go back to Division Three. Right. What he was saying was you didn't put in the time and the effort and the energy to work your way up step by step. Mm-hmm. You were given a free pass into head coaching. I would rather have take my chances with a Greg Olson than a guy who's a 30-something coordinator who's only been a coordinator for one year. I just, again, watching what Jeff Saturday did last year, I thought, maybe there's a chance this could work out. Didn't. It didn't work out with Jeff Saturday. Same thing goes with the guy, remember when Matt Millen was hired as the Detroit Lions general manager? He was taken from the Fox broadcast booth, mm-hmm. where he was thought of as by most people in television. Yeah. They really
2: thought, smart. They thought
1: he was the next Madden. They thought he was the next John Madden. Yeah. And and Matt Millen left the broadcast booth, went to become the general manager of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and they were
2: terrible. Well, let me—I would love to ask Rex Ryan this. You know his first NFL job, Rex Ryan's? Yeah. No, tell me. His dad was the head coach. Yeah, that's kind of the way it works. Yeah, total nepotism. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, you know,
1: Google exists even for people that don't remember that. Well, no. You're, what you're saying, though, about Rex Ryan is that you know, hey, you were given a you were given an in because your father was the head coach, right? Now, no doubt. Rex Ryan had like whatever lower level college experience, but he was still Buddy Ryan's kid, right? But that's the same thing with Belichick's kid, the kid who's the weirdo with the really bad like yeah. uh, what's that uh, terrible haircut he's got with the, the, long- mullet. the mullet? mullet, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got that terrible mullet. Belichick's kid I mean what has Belichick's kid done oh well he. my father was a coach his whole life mm. so you know I know coaching and I know football because my dad's Bill Belichick
2: yeah the Olsen thing is interesting um, I'd be curious I think there are some guys
1: that can do it I think there are some guys that know how to lead men let me ask you guys this question do you
2: yeah.
3: think he would talk too much
1: That wasn't my question, but George, do you think that Greg Olson would talk too much as a head coach? I feel like coaching and communication, talking is part of
2: it.
3: To be a positive, okay.
1: Let me ask you guys this. If I said to you, Peyton Manning wants to be a head coach. Oh, dude. Let me explain something to you. Like, I know, let's just,
2: you know, so I have heard that with Peyton's kids, like, they're like 10, 12 years old or whatever they are, and- their coaches are dudes he played with, <laughs> and he's like the coach. Like,
1: So he can coach if he wanted to, yes. So what I'm getting at, though, is this. Is that if all of a sudden, let's say the New Orleans but Saints. But think
2: about if you're a 10- or 12-year-old kid and you have professional NFL players
1: or guys who are recently retired coaching your football great. team. It's awesome. Yeah. But if I said to you this, listen, if Drew Brees mm-hmm. came out and said, let's say the New Orleans Saints' head coaching job was Dennis at Allen gets fired. Right. Right. And Drew Brees goes out publicly and says, I want the job. I would like to be
2: the head coach of the, the Saints. The Bensons would be in a very tough position. Not the Benson crime family, your no, friends, not Don done. Benson. Right, and Lori Benson. And Laurie Benson. Right. I'm talking about the Bensons who own the right. Saints.
1: Tom Benson's family. Right, who's late no Tom longer Benson, with us. Right. right, yes. But you might hear Drew Brees say that he wants to be the head coach of the Saints, and you might think to yourself, you know what? That That might make some sense. If Peyton Manning... Wanted to be the coach of the Indianapolis Colts or the Denver Broncos. You might think to yourself, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's something there because they're quarterbacks, and we all think that as quarterbacks, they have already been in control of everything. So, being a head coach would be a natural progression. You don't probably think the same way about a tight end, correct? And that's what Greg Olson was. I mean, Dan Campbell was a tight end. He was, but the difference is Dan Campbell did the grind. Right, he did do the grind. Dan Campbell decided to get in as an entry level guy. Yeah. Yeah, got in an entry level, yeah. became a position coach, elevated to coordinator, became a, an interim head coach, and finally found somebody to hire him. And he has surprised everybody by being a really good head coach. Right. I'd love to see Greg Olson go for it. I'd love to see him try. I really would. Yeah, I uh, I think it, I don't think it's that far fetched. I'm with you on that too. I mean, listen, we've seen it in basketball. Yeah, like I'm thinking about a guy like Chauncey Billups, for example. Right. right. I mean, he didn't have any coaching experience. No. You know, he didn't go from, hey, look, I was an assistant coach for all these years. I finally got an opportunity. Right. Greg Olson gets an opportunity. Let me tell you something. All the people that are ready for Eric Bieniemy to finally get that chance. Yeah. You talk about people being offended when John Lynch got his job. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Greg Olson becomes an NFL head coach. People will lose their minds. Yeah. I mean, Steve Kerr,
2: right? Steve Kerr, though. He was a GM for he, a minute.
1: That's right. He was but a he wasn't GM of a head the Suns. Coach. No, no. But he was the GM of the Suns. Right. He was a broadcaster. That's right. But he was never a head coach. Totally
2: right. Never on. an assistant. That's do you, right.
3: Do you think LeBron would waste his time coaching?
2: No, I don't think he wants the headache. See, you guys know that I disagree with this.
3: Well, he loves coaching his kids. That's exactly. He's great at when it. When I he, see he, Coach
1: LeBron,
2: I, I, could, I listen. I have already texted people like close to LeBron and said, when Cappy had this whole fantasy the first
1: time. That's right. And I said, and I said, would LeBron ever coach? And they literally said, no chance. That's what they said. But I don't believe it. Because all of a sudden, one day, LeBron changes his mind. LeBron leaves the the game. They said, no chance, period. Ownership, period. Yeah, well, maybe he owns and coaches.
3: And is the GM.
1: Maybe he owns, fires the coach, and coaches. Why not? (laughs) Come on, LeBron. Come on, King. How did we get back to this?
3: (sighs) I know it's the end of the year, but we just brought us back. Are we
1: doing reruns?
3: Cleveland! This is for you!
2: Always comes back. Cleveland alert. Rough weekend for Cleveland. Don't remind me. Sure was. Uh, All right, Cappy, tell them about
1: your friends at Subaru before we uh, move on, because I do want to get back to. uh, We got to talk about Coach Prime. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. Um, I'm driving this Subaru Solterra, this 2023 Solterra. It's their first electric SUV. I gave it the first big road trip today. I drove from south-south L.A. to downtown L.A. When I got here to L.A. Live, I'd never seen the electric parking stalls.
2: Even though you drive by it every time? But I
1: never see them because I'm never looking for them. (laughs) I swear to God. I mean, they're literally at the entrance. Dude, I pull in today. I see the electric stalls. I pulled in. I parked. I, I charge my car. I can't believe how, how much fun it is to drive this electric vehicle. Now, look, here's what's going on with Subaru. It's the 2023 16th annual Share the Love event. It's happening now through January 2nd. And a lot of love goes into a Subaru. A lot of love also comes out of a Subaru. By the end of this year, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charities. So right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru... They will donate $250 to the charity of your choice. It could be the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, the National Park Foundation. And really, the local retailers will take a lot of this money and they'll put it onto and into the community. So it's not just the big national brands. So now is such a great time to buy or lease a Subaru and also donate to a great organization Go to Subaru.com to find the closest retailer to you. Subaru drivers love the outdoors. They love to camp. They love to go skiing. They love to go to the mountains. They love the rugged lifestyle vehicle that Subaru is. Subaru is all about love, and now that love is electric. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Live imaging Tuesday, quarter after six o'clock in the South Hunt. On this day in 1987, the number I one can't
1: hit. get enough of. Bill
0: Medley and Jennifer Warnes. I've had uh. the time of my life, sucker.
1: had the time of my life and it never felt this way before oh. i swear it's the truth
0: and i
2: owe it
1: all to you
0: you should be singing that cappy to us because you it all to us
1: let me tell you something we're
0: saving you from that small market
1: that is good we're good we are, we are good we are very good singers
0: that's a great show it's a great show
1: yeah very very good very talented
0: Remember this in the episode of 90210 where they were ice skating? Brendan, uh, uh, Brandon and whoever he was interested in, they were ice skating.
1: Was it Tiffany Amber Thiessen? No,
0: no, this is way before, like the oh, first couple no, seasons. I don't remember. And that. our I owner, Sam her. Pines, texted and said, he looks forward to seeing you and I on the ice tonight over here at LA Live.
1: You know what? Is the ice skating rink open here at LA yeah. Live yet? Because here, I walked by today. Is
3: it? The I tree was up and the
1: ice was down, but I didn't see anybody on the ice. It just looked like the Zamboni had gone through it. And, like, made it really nice and smooth. I don't know if it is open tonight or if it's not open tonight, but I would love to get on some ice skates at LA Live. In fact, you know what? When Rubber or Rachel and I come up on Saturday, maybe we'll go ice skating.
0: You guys are coming up on Saturday?
1: Yeah, we're going to go up on Saturday. Are you going to the game? To the Laker game? Yeah. Like to go.
0: No, well, that's not happening then. Why not? <laughs> well, you said it's already, there's no tickets. There's you? no
1: tickets available? No. Huh. Because
0: our friends from Cleveland are in town. Yeah, that's from a From WKNR.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of Cleveland entertainment going on in this town this weekend.
0: But I'll be at the game, so I'll get up here earlier if you, the three of us want to hang out, go on the ice together. would be a
1: nice thing. The three of us hold hands, ice yeah. skate together. Can you skate? No. You cannot no. ice skate?
2: No. Shouldn't you be in like the Browns coach's box or something? Well, I'll be there
1: Saturday night. Oh. Yeah. With the Browns? Yeah, with the Browns.
0: Are you going to be writing up plays for them? Well,
1: <laughs> it's so funny. Last year, <laughs> last time the Browns were in town to play the uh, Chargers. Uh, we went to the team hotel the night before and we hung out. And then the next morning we all got together for breakfast. So we go into my buddy Alex's room and we're all just kind of sitting around hanging out. And uh, and Rachel doesn't have a lot of experience around like football coaches, right? So she's like, well, hey, what's this? And and she picks up this piece of paper. Right. And Alex goes, well, that's that's our play sheet for today, you know? And so she takes out her phone to like take a picture, like, "Oh, cool! My sons would love to see this." <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no! What are you doing? You can't take a picture of that." And I was like, "No, put your phone down." So, uh, yeah, that was the last time he was here. So, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh, maybe a little ice skating Saturday night. I, you mean to tell me I can't get Laker tickets? I can't get into the box.
0: I think you could buy some.
1: No, 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 no,
0: it no. Be. It's
3: no. like over, over flo- full already.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So here are the ice skating sessions. According to Beto, he just sent me a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Um, daily 5 p.m. to 12.30. And the first session is 5 to 6.30. Second session is 7 to 8.30. Third session, 9 to 10.30. Last session, 11 to 12.30. And how
1: do you get tickets to that? Or how do you rent skates for that? Does it say?
2: General admission tickets are only sold on site at the rink. No online sales are available for general admission tickets. Pricing includes skate rental and admission. Tickets are non-refundable with no exceptions. Discounts and offers cannot be combined. General admission is $25 a person. Children, six or under 20.
3: I remember last year the line just to like get in there was super long. Beto
2: said let him know he'll set you up. Oh, really? Uh, the ice skating. Okay.
0: That, that's nonsense. He's just setting you up to hurt you.
1: Well, let's see. The Laker game on Saturday night is what time? Okay, so maybe if I go skating early, then hit the Laker game, then get over to the team hotel. Is that a nice night? Or maybe I should go to the LAFC game on Saturday night. Is that something to think about? Maybe? It's
0: a playoff game.
1: I understand, so maybe I'll go there. The LAFC. Right. I can get tickets to that, can't I? I don't know. Mm, Might,
2: might, maybe not. Really?
1: We don't have a suite that night? No. Come on, man. What the hell's going on around this place? Let's go, man. I need... I'm, so I'm shut out of the Lakers game on Saturday night? Am I, I'm getting shut out of the the, the Browns-Rams I mean, game, too. I you should have thought of this stuff before. No, I did. Oh, I thought boy, about LC. it months ago.
0: At months ago. ago. Look at what I found. Did you hear that, George? Oh, wow. Oh, boy, LZ. Hey, rest in peace. Absolutely. Hey, LZ? <laughs> no, no, Pedro Gomez.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what happened to LZ.
0: You.
1: I didn't know that was Pedro Gomez's voice.
0: Why don't you buy a couple tickets to the Lakers game, and we'll try to get you into the suite? No.
1: No. no. no it doesn't work like that. Well, it's. it's... I'll call Jay Moore. Okay. I'll call Jay and see if he and I can get together. Do what we do when we see each other.
0: What's that? I don't want to talk about that. He's he's trying to take an inside stab at me.
1: I'm not stabbing at anything. It's no stab. It's a double stab. So the Browns game is (laughs) Sunday, though. Right? (laughs) Yes, that's right. I have a feeling I'm getting shut out of that game now, too. Why? I don't know. I put in for tickets like seven years ago. With us, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and
1: then, and then they were like, oh, "More important people have shown up."
0: It could be like a last-minute thing. Yeah. Sam will literally send out the email like Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're in. Okay,
1: good.
3: Why can't you get them from Alex?
1: Well, I can get tickets from Alex, but I don't want to sit up in the nosebleed section.
2: You or know, the, of the opposing
3: coordinator gets nosebleed tickets.
1: Dude, the opposing team on the
2: road, yeah, gets garbage tickets. NFL's weird that way. Yeah, the NBA is not. The NBA gives good tickets. to the I'm talking
1: teams. like major nosebleeds, really far away and uh, it's not fun. You know, now the 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 suite I always tell everybody if you get an invitation to the 710 suite at a Lakers game, take that invite cuz it is the suite to be in inside crypto.com. Now, the same thing goes at Sofi. When 710 has a suite at Sofi, it is the place to be. Like we do Sunday? Like this upcoming Sunday. Right. Although it sounds like I'm getting shut out Like somebody more important from Cleveland came into town, and I'm out.
0: a partner that spends a lot of money with the radio station and the company.
1: Partner that I need to schmooze up to. You know, I need to make them feel good. I meant
0: invest. If Sam's listening, I apologize. Invest. Invest. A partnership
1: that invests.
0: Yeah. Speaking of investment, Cappy.
1: Yes, tell me. You
0: were very
2: invested. In? In Colorado and Coach Prime. Sure was. And I feel like Coach Prime made his first real mistake here recently. Recently? When he made the comments about if kids commit, they should be committed. Um, That they shouldn't be allowed to take other visits. And he said that this week. Mm -hmm. I am surprised that he would say that based on just his history, right? Right. As a free agent, he jumped to teams all the time. Right, I mean, he was a hired gun. Um, And he left Jacksonville State, right? Jackson State, excuse me, Mm -hmm. Um, to go to Colorado. Um, It just, hey man, this is big time college football. This is what... It is. So that position, I feel like, was surprising. And it
1: comes on the heels of three of the kids uh, decommitting. Just one thing about committing. Like when you're a high school football player and you commit to USC or you commit to UCLA, but the papers aren't signed yet. Not
2: signed, sealed, delivered. It's okay, not done.
1: Right. That gives an opportunity for somebody else to come in and take your player. Remember, you, And you can still take visits. Right. Remember when last year... Malachi Nelson, the quarterback from Los Mm -hmm. Alamitos High School, was committed to USC, but then all of a sudden there was a lot of talk about money, NIL money down at Texas A&M, and he took a visit to Texas A&M, but he was already committed to USC. Mm -hmm. The thing is this, while the players are expected to commit to the school, the school does not have the same level of commitment to the kid. Correct. So after a year, they go, hey, you know what? You're not very good anymore. We're not renewing your scholarship. Right, which what, what,
2: people don't realize that scholarships are a yearly renewal.
1: And like. and I never realized it like when I was in school. like I Nobody ever came to me at the end of the year and went, hey, you know what? You missed a couple of field goals. We're not going to renew your scholarship. It never, ever, ever came up. Like right. You were committed. You were there. And you were going to be there your whole time, even if you never played but it down.
2: It started to become a real thing about 15 years ago.
1: So for Coach Prime to have that sort of opinion— that once a kid is committed, that's it. You know, you can't have it both ways. Right. And that, it does surprise me well, that that's also, his he opinion. He got
2: 50 something kids out of the transfer portal, which I thought was funny. So, yeah, with I, having that same opinion now is kind of funny.
1: Here's the thing about Coach Prime. Yeah. In the first four weeks of the college football season, oh, it was incredible. There was nothing bigger. And yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon right away because they beat TCU and I'm like, this is the greatest story ever. Yeah. Then they made that spectacular comeback against Colorado State, which Colorado State wasn't very good. No. And America was so offended, so offended on behalf of Coach Prime. How dare another black man, a coach from Colorado State, how dare another black man say about another black man, my mother taught me to shake hands, look you in the eye, take off your sunglasses. What an insult. Like America was insulted Mm -hmm. on behalf of Coach Prime. Right. Then all of a sudden reality kicked in. When Colorado was like four and 3 and o, something like that, and and uh, Oregon beat them into oblivion. Right. Then the following week, when we still thought USC was good, USC beat them up. And I when I say well, beat them up, it, it they, was they, close. They, well, at the end. Colorado made a huge comeback. Right. USC did what USC does, where they take their foot off the gas. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it fell apart, and here's what happened to Coach Prime. Pat McAfee was showing up every week. Every rapper in America was showing up. Every superstar athlete was showing up. Stephen A. was showing up. He had to have a piece of that pie. And then once they started losing and the Fox pregame show stopped showing up and the ESPN game day crew stopped showing up and people stopped paying attention to Coach Prime because guess what? They stink. They were exciting for the first four weeks well, and they stunk. And, and the reality is the decommits happened because you lost eight of your last nine. And people were like, it was exciting when you were undefeated. Right. And it was exciting when we come we coming? Oh, we here. And, and they may still be coming. They might be, but the fact you see, I thought Coach Prime could do what Lincoln Riley did. Oh, but no, there's a different level of talent. Yes, but I'm not saying 11 wins. But I wasn't expecting like four and eight. Still went win over. What was the uh, What was the number? Three and a half. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, way to go, Coach. Still win over. Way to go. I mean, Raider fans would be ecstatic. Well, you would then call them a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are a bunch of losers. No, but they went over. You guys went over? You guys got to four wins, but you were four and eight? And no. you're happy because you got they, to the over?
2: If they were three, then it would have been a bunch been of losers. If they would have pushed, then there would Well, there's no way to push a three and a half. But hmm. but nonetheless, yeah, I mean, the decommits happen because you lost eight out of nine. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go 500, then you probably don't lose all... Maybe I mean, maybe they do, but there's a chance you at least have a, a more of a fighting chance to keep those kids.
1: You know the other one thing about Coach Prime and is... by the way, real quick, mm. just for... Posterity, I think one, if not two of those kids are twenty twenty five kids. Like, you could swing them back. Hmm. Coach Prime today um, lost his offensive coordinator. Yeah, that was never a great fit no, to begin uh, with. Well, of course not. And and the guy, like, a- after the eighth game, Coach Prime took away his play calling duties. Right. Yeah. So this guy, I don't remember his name exactly, but he um, became the San Diego State head coach right. today. Mm-hmm. And he was a coach, I think, at Toledo or something like mm-hmm. that in the MAC. But Coach Prime needs to put together a real coaching staff. You know, it's one thing to be in front of the team and be the motivator, but you got to know that you have great coaches yeah. across the board. Yeah. And Sean I'll, Lewis, I believe. Sean Lewis sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Coach Prime story was great. Yeah. I don't know that he'll ever get it back unless they are to like, they're, they're six, seven, and zero oh, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. All of a sudden, Fox wants to come back for Big Noon Saturday. Yeah. ESPN wants to come back for College Game Day, but when they're not good, his act isn't going to play. Believe me. I was the biggest Coach Prime fan there was. I haven't paid attention in the last six weeks. Once they lost to USC, the season was over. Yeah. Man, I wanted them to beat Oregon. I wanted USC well, to and have them I, I undefeated. I think if they would have
2: been able to make a bowl, I think that would have been great. E- even at six wins. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. My the goodness, program.
1: there's so many bowls, a four-win team might have to play in one this year. Well, five win, yeah. They have five wins? There's a five-win team that may make the bowl. I know, I'm saying Colorado should be in it at four wins. You just want Coach Prime. Coach Prime, them. get yeah. out there and coach, Coach yeah. Prime. yeah. God, he was the hottest thing going. Remember when yeah. Blender's sunglasses well, sold like a million yeah. pairs of sunglasses because Coach I, Prime was wearing All
2: them? I said to you, I remember you you called me a non-believer because I said, well, I don't know. Maybe they're like a you five were, or a six win team. You were a non-believer. And you <laughs> you pulled the Coach Prime move. Right. I did. You were a non-believer like you were Ed like, You were
1: treating me like Ed Werger. You were Ed Werger. Yeah. You didn't believe. Yeah. Do you believe now? Do you believe now? No, no. Hold on. Hold on. No, no. Do you believe now? Coach, you won one game. Good God, man. Come on. <laughs> Your phone's going off. Yeah. Who's calling? Not my phone. It's not mine. Your phone, Jack. No. Whose phone is Come buzzing? in there. Whose phone is buzzing? No, it's not mine. Anyway. All
2: right. Well, coming up next, Cappy, you and I are going to chit-chat with Big Deal or No Deal. Okay, let's do that. All right. We'll do that in a second. Stick around. 710 ESPN.
0: 635 on a live imaging Tuesday sit out and Cappy. You know what this is? This is the theme song to the horror film, The Babadook. Back in 2014, it was released in theaters. Oh, it's scary. Now, Lindsay once told me about this movie and said it's the scariest movie of all time. The Babadook? The it, Babadook.
3: It's the scariest movie I've ever seen.
0: And all I did was look up one clip, and I still can't sleep right. The <laughs> Duke. The Babadook. Duke. Never heard of it. Look it up. Yeah, me neither. Just look up what it looks like.
3: It's like um like a British tale, you know, some type of, yeah. you know, some like old thing. It's all oh, back in the day. Um, The Babadook would come to your house and.
2: Just look it up real quick, Cappy, before we I get don't to it. Think- I, I wonder if Big Wit thinks Cappy's a Babadook after FaceTiming him earlier today. Probably. It was weird. Did you see what Big Wit was doing? Because Miss Molly in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust said what, you were interrupting him. He, uh, <laughs> he was posting a picture with Luca.
1: Well, he said he was at the Mavericks game. Yeah. That's what he
2: said. Was he
3: wearing his hoodie and sport coat?
1: He was. Not was a really? sports coat, just hoodie. Oh,
3: dang it. Yeah.
1: yeah, so did I tell you this story real quick before we get to Big. D- uh, you know, I'll save it for a uh, dealer's choice because I didn't tell you this the other day. Baba Duke, I'm looking at
3: it right here, Chris. It's like, Baba oh, Duke, Duke, Duke. <laughs> Scary. Look at the picture. It's terrifying. Uh, get it out of here, Chris. Change it.
0: I'm just, I was trying to reference it.
3: Change it because um, it's Australian me out.
1: psychological horror film.
3: Oh, man, it's psychological. That's it's a
1: horror it show.
3: He, he's so scary looking. He's so scary looking. Hmm. You you don't think that's scary? It's scary. Captain it sounded scary. So this like is the, from the
1: '60s. That
2: voice. No, you it's, made. it's
3: pretty new. But like yeah. the the tail, it's like you know one of those old. What do they call those? It's
1: like Ta- an old. Tales.
3: No, no, like an old legend. You know.
1: You mean like an old
3: wives' tale? Whatever they call it. Not like
1: an urban legend. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, yes. Urban a legend.
1: wives' tales, urban legend.
3: There you go, Kathy. Thank you for
1: Baba Duke.
0: Time for big deal or no deal. Take it away, pretty somebody.
3: Thanks, Christopher. All right. So I sent this link in the group chat last night with just what? what is this? Sports Illustrated has been caught using
2: oh, I saw this.
3: AI to create stories. Mm-hmm. Now, that part of it is just not that's not that big of a deal, right? But they've been f- creating fake writer profiles using fake images, fake uh, bios, descriptions of these people, and then making it look as if those people are writing articles using AI. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is like, and it's Sports Illustrated too, which in the past was known for, you know, journalistic oh my integrity. God. They it was, were
2: like the, like pillar of right. sports journalism.
3: Right. So I think it's a big deal. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I think it's a big deal. The big deal part was not that they're using AI because a lot of places, including the Associated Press, have used AI. The To me, the thing that I think is most, jarring is that they tried to pass
1: off these writers on their website that were not actual people as actual people. Well, did you see the picture of the one guy? The one guy's got this like Hispanic-sounding last name. Yeah, Ruiz. But he's this white guy with these blue eyes. Drew Ruiz. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Hey, by the way, I know plenty of Hispanic people who have blue eyes. See that? So then maybe it's not so far-fetched. Yeah. What's the guy? Was it Drew Ortiz? Was that his Drew name? Drew Ruiz. I Ruiz. Drew Ruiz? Like Ruiz. Yeah, like Mario Ruiz. Correct.
3: The best is also that the headshots <laughs> of these fake writers were found in just like this library of fake AI created images. Yeah, it like did, stock stuff. Yeah. Did, did they Did
1: they say though what these um, AI fake people were writing about? Like, were they well, writing? Oh, the Ruiz was a baseball guy.
3: Was, One yeah. was a volleyball person. But
1: was it like um, was it like a, a feature story on something or somebody, or was it like a report about a game? Yeah, it was like game stuff mostly. Okay. So yeah. like, like you know, AI can probably do a pretty good job of describing the game. Yeah. No, the AP does it all the time, but
2: they don't pass it along as, hey, it's Drew Ruiz talking basically. Yeah. What do they call it? Do they, they, they do, call it AI yeah.
3: AP? They disclose it they right disclose at the top. Yeah. What
2: do they say? It just says this uh, part of this story will have been whatever included... Uh, includes artificial intelligence. Or oh, whatever. really? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, the biggest deal in this whole story is is that the human beings who work at Sports Illustrated still, who still represent the brand, they have a union. And the Sports Illustrated union came out and just ridiculed the brand. Right.
3: As they should. I mean, yeah. Sports Illustrated just gone down the tubes.
1: Yeah, but when you say it's gone down the tubes, here's the thing. We all grew up getting Sports Illustrated delivered to our houses in the mailbox, right? I mean, right. didn't we all get the hard copy of the magazine? Yeah. Without the hard copy of the magazine, I ask you guys this question. What do you use Sports Illustrated for in comparison to ESPN well, or Yahoo Sports? I, I, I will say this. Sports Illustrated could have been
2: the alternative to ESPN as far as like a site and an app and all that stuff, getting your news. Um, you know, That stuff could have been where it went, and it took a completely different turn because it stayed in the magazine business for too long. But it could have been an actual site and an app that you used for breaking news. And look at CBS Sports Mm -hmm. is the perfect example.
1: Well, they became the direct competitor to ESPN.
2: CBSSports.com. Mm-hmm does a 20 not 24 hour but a lot of the day they do like an online version of sports center hq right yep and they have breaking news and they keep their up their website updated now fantasy is a big part of what they do as well but anyway sports illustrated could have taken that same model that and that cbs ended up doing to be the competitor uh to espn and some of these other sites
1: well let me ask you guys as, as kids you probably grew up and you had a writer that you knew, or writers yeah. that you knew from Sports Illustrated. Is there anybody right now that you associate with Sports Illustrated? Like, one name. No. Um, like, when I was a kid... I, I mean, I, Frank DeFord was the guy. But that was, but Frank yeah. DeFord was not only, um, and that's old school stuff, not yeah. only was he Sports Illustrated, but he was also, even before that, not the Sporting News, but there was another name of a magazine that Frank DeFord was associated with. For okay. when
0: I was a kid, I opened it up and went right to Rick Riley. Rick Riley in the yeah. back. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, and and you
1: had, like, major name brand writers. Oh, all the time. For Sports S-SL Illustrated.
0: Price was
2: a
1: guy. Lee Jeff Lee Perlman. Perlman. right? Yeah. Who? Lee, Lee Jenkins. Lee Jenkins, that's right. 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 I yeah. mean, yeah. Lee, Jackie McMullen
2: used to write for Lee, Sports Lee Illustrated.
1: Lee Jenkins, I mean, anytime there was a real expose, you know, yeah. like a deep dive into LeBron's world as an example. Right. Could have been Lee Jenkins. Who is a writer for Sports Illustrated now that you're like, oh, I got to see Sports Illustrated. Like, even, does Peter King still work for them? No.
3: The only person I even know that still writes for them is Pat Forty. He's the only well, person Pat I've even Ford. heard of. Pat's a great guy. Right. Right. He's fantastic.
0: Beautiful hands. Oh yeah, he's oh, very amazing funny. hands. When you yeah. say amazing I mean, hands, Peter what do you mean by that?
2: wrote for them for many years too, back in the day. But yes, I mean they, amazing hands.
1: Beautiful hands. Really, big, small, big, big hands.
0: Hmm. I drank at a bar with him uh, during the final four with him and Dan Wetzel, mm-hmm. and I was I was a little on you know I was feeling it, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop looking at his hands. Right. He goes, "What's going on, man?" I go, "You got beautiful hands, Pat." <laughs> What's your bowl sure. game preview, by the sure. way, Jack? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, listen, Sports Illustrated, their business has completely changed. Well, their,
2: they made a terrible they made the wrong pivots at the wrong time and waited too late to get out of the magazine game.
1: Yeah, I mean listen, I, I can't tell you the last time I went to like SI.com. Oh I mean, you know, they're easily a decade. Their business has has completely changed. It's just not what it used to be. and, and I mean their whole business model has changed. So I'm not here to defend it. I don't really know it. I'm not intimate with it, but I just know that it has changed significantly as they have just bought up a whole bunch of other smaller brands because for them now it's just about reach. A- aggregating. Yes. Yeah, and it's not necessarily about the brand anymore. They're an aggregator. So.
0: Don't aggregate me,
1: bro. Don't aggravate them.
3: You know, one or of the- uh, aggregate. Don't aggregate
1: or aggravate. Yeah, neither.
3: <laughs> one of the comments on the the Twitter post about this, um, somebody wrote, I think it's a joke, but if, it, if not, it's great. It says, I suspected Sports Illustrated was using fake AI writers after reading this article and it starts- the best basketball player ever is Steve Jobs, who played for the Golden State Apples. As a point guard for the NFL basketball team, Jobs once scored 14 dunk touchdowns in a boxing
2: match. <laughs> uh, Chris that's Mannix, how a lot of it is. Someone, just, Robert Wilkins, just tweeted: "Is Chris Mannix still works. Is he that's still there?" Yeah. Okay, thank There's you, Robert. He, thank you, Mannix's Counselor.
0: Yeah, so, is he yeah. doing NBA over there or boxing? Both. Both. Both.
3: He does a podcast. That's but, I those, that but the people who still too.
1: work there, the human beings, they they put out a release yesterday. This is from their union saying, like, hey, the humans who still work here are like humiliated by this story. So,
2: well, yeah. I mean, I they,
3: they probably should be, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. Pretty big right. deal.
2: What's next, Linz? All
3: right. Well, if uh, MSN seems to be down, by the way, because I use that for a lot of my stories, and it seems to be down because I was going to tell you guys about ESPN and TNT blending coverage for NBA's in season tournament finals on de- December 7th. Mm-hmm. So,. Honestly, I can't pull the story up. I well, I can Jordan tell you knows what it all is about it. You yeah, should so,
0: do that with the Cappycast one. So day, right? you know to do that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I like that idea. ESPN has done this in the past with like within the family college basketball, right? Like the NBA people will do a college bas- a big college mm-hmm. basketball game, and like Dickie V or Jay Billis will do an NBA game. So this time, what they did was with the NBA during the in season tournament. It's the TNT people and ESPN people crossing over. So, like, Doc Rivers will be on with our guy Kevin Harlan. Mm -hmm. Reggie's going to do a game with Breen and Doris. That's cool. Um, And then Stephen A. and Wilbon are going to join Ernie, Shaq, Kenny, and Charles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well,
1: that's that's a lot of of mouths right there.
3: Ernie's the best to
2: do it, though. He's the perfect guy for that.
1: Charles and Stephen A. on the same set. Yeah.
3: Oh, that'll be great, though.
1: I didn't realize that Charles Barkley now has a new talk show with Gail King. King Charles and I've been seeing it on CNN a lot, like um, only because I've been watching a lot of news coverage recently with the whole you know thing that's going on in Israel, and um, and the hostage release and so on. And yeah, King Charles. I'd, I'd not seen it. Gail King, Charles Barkley.
2: Yeah, that's when's very it on? a
1: Clever name.
2: Uh, I think it starts soon. I don't know if it's actually started yet. Okay, good for Chuck. Yeah. yeah. A little extra paycheck for Charles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
3: like, isn't that part of like that big huge deal? I he think had, so. He had signed. Yeah, he
2: just signed one recently. Yeah,
3: yeah. something like hundred million dollars, something crazy like that.
1: People love Charles, man. Yep. he,
2: he can say
3: great. whatever
1: he wants. Love him. Yeah. He can say whatever he wants and get away with it. And anybody who doesn't like it, they're like, "Well, that's Charles."
0: Well, it's you just wish that so was
1: badly. You. God, I wish that was me. Yeah.
0: You hear that sound?
1: Because I have so many things to say. Is
0: that the? That's the Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Oh, really? No. That's not good, Jack. <laughs> he goes. <laughs>
3: so scary
0: yeah there you go five nightmares I'm knocking on your door tonight at the come on Club. in
1: come on in get in bed with <laughs> the me buddy. Baba we've already done that yeah. no
0: we haven't don't tell people that I don't want people to think I'm you know what your boy toy or something <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: the other way around he says <laughs> you're his sugar daddy yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> sugar mommy uh, alright coming up next we've got dealer's choice but first, I got to tell you about NextGen, the official AC Heat and Plumbing Company of SoCal sports fans. That's right. NextGen, the absolute best in the biz. Thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it. And here's the deal. You don't need those five-star reviews because I'm giving you one right now. When I had an issue, I called their owner. I texted him, actually, with our guy Jason Roberts. Is this Ismail? Ismail, yeah. yeah. And I said, Ismail, I got a drain problem, bro. He's like, you want me to send somebody tonight? I'm like, no, no, bro. In the morning, we got it. We're good. So guy was there, Rego, he sent his guy Rigo Re- from the Torrance office. Rigo was there an hour early and not only fixed the drain, but then he educated me on what needs to happen uh, so the drain won't have an issue moving forward. And you can get that as well. And again, only for 44 bucks per drain. Slow drain, no problem. Drain cleaning, camera inspection for only 44 bucks. You got AC and heat problems? Well, check this out. You get a 28-point full heat and AC safety inspection and tune-up for only 44 bucks through the end of this month. You got to act quick, boys, before it gets cold. That heat is starting to click on. It's starting to get a little colder at night around there. So make sure the AC and the heat are taken care of. $44 through the end of the month with NextGen. Call them at 833-3NEXTGEN. That's 833-3NEXGEN. My guy Ismail, started from the bottom. Now we're here, man. Started as a tech CEO of his own company. Born and raised in Anaheim. 10 locations across the Southland. Whether you're in the IE, whether you're in the desert, whether you're in the OC or LA County, they got you covered. 400 trucks will hook you up and take care of you wherever you got a problem. So say goodbye to your AC heating and plumbing problems. Call NextGen at 833 3 NextGen. That's 833 3 N E X G E N or visit them online.
0: NextGenAirAndPlumbing.com to schedule your appointment. Ten minutes in front of 7 o'clock. Final segment on a live Imaging Tuesday. Sedano and Cappy. Tomorrow is a combo plate day, which means at 12 o'clock you'll be able to hear Mason with Sedano and Cap. Turn on your mic. 12 o'clock? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, at least there won't be any traffic coming up here. As we get you ready for Lakers basketball on Wednesday night.
2: I stepped aside, knowing that it was. Coming.
0: You knew uh, he knew what was coming. Yeah, he he almost he stepped feel, right on he it. He could feel me like a freight train coming down the the intro. Um, at least we'll be done at what time? Two thirty, I think. Wow, so it's two and a half. Or hour? is it one o'clock? Three thirty tomorrow. No, it's noon. See, you can't figure it out either. It's noon. I don't. It's not my job to know. of is. of is. It, kinda kinda it, kinda is. it kinda is. is. It's very you. much your job. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay knows. Lindsay, what time?
1: <laughs> she
3: clock. don't know
0: until two thirty.
1: Yeah. Okay. What time? Twelve to two
3: thirty. That's correct.
1: I'll be here about
2: twelve. I mean, 30. I
3: sent you an email. I also sent you the little screenshot with the. No, text. no, you
2: did. You did. I'm just asking because it's just it's it's confusing. No,
3: I know. I know you used the link. You utilized the link. I Cap, did because I Cap sent you screenshots of it too. I did.
1: I yeah. utilized it this afternoon.
3: You said today. You said I got to get into that link.
1: I know. And then I found it. <laughs> and then I found it. I did. <laughs> but you didn't utilize it. I know. Well, I'm trying to figure it out because listen, I think tomorrow this combo plate from twelve to two thirty. I think you guys can count me in from like. I don't know, like 1240 to like, I don't know, like 155.
2: I had a little combo plate from Craft uh, by,
0: uh, what's the name of that
2: place? Craft Smoke and what? Craft by
0: Smoke and Fire. Yeah. It's, Downstairs. It's our friend good. Josh, the owner, great guy. He was in the suite last week. Might it, be in the suite Saturday. Yeah, I guess I won't be there to see No, him. you won't be. Nope. It was good.
2: It's I had really a little uh, barbecue chicken, a little grilled and smoked chicken.
1: You know, I got to be careful with this whole suite situation this weekend, and here's why. Why is that? Because. Is this your dealer's choice? No, oh. but. Here's the thing. I put in my request for sweet tickets yeah. before the start of the season. No, you didn't. No, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I sure did. Cap no. and
3: I did put them in, in sure around did. the same time. I sure did. Okay, well, guess what? what? But you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles, yeah. Cap. People, well,
0: invest, <laughs> people invest a lot of money at the races.
3: Yeah, they do.
1: That's
0: right. And I said, you know what? Maybe
3: me and you should buy some commercials. We should invest ourselves. No, you
0: well, got to invest a lot of money to get the guaranteed sweet. Oh, well, oh, okay. like, here's the thing. Lindsay, why did you pay me
2: for this salad you ate?
3: Because I said I would. You didn't have to. But I said I'm said so i sending this money so back. Client,
2: I got, a, I got an issue
0: for that. I got an issue, Lindsay. How many meals have Cappy and Eyeball? You never Venmo us. I've always asked you guys to. I'm mm. sending it back. He did you it, Venmo he, Sedano?
3: Because, oh, Sedano! No, because I told him I he, i told him I And I told you lo- lo- not
0: to. Okay. That's it. I'm not walking with anybody. No? you're no, Not Chewy? <laughs> no? I'll go with Chewy. Chewy's I, a stud.
1: But I do need to be careful with this whole sweet situation this why? weekend for the Rams-Browns. Here's why. Because right. the following Sunday... The Browns at home against the Jaguars. I'm going to that game after my son's college graduation, and I expect to be in the suite in Cleveland. This
0: kid's still going through college. Yeah,
1: I know he's almost done. And then I expect to be your son is still in college. He graduates in (laughs) December. Oh, He graduates next week. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. So then I'm going to that Browns game. Well, it's only the football season. It's not the scholastic season. That's true.
0: Well, would not he graduate in June?
1: No, no. He because of his graduate early. Yeah, December. Yeah. So a uh, kid
0: of Cappys is graduating early?
1: No, it's not early. It's about a year and yeah, a half. I say, oh, no. <laughs> no.
0: The whole timeline has changed. But I
1: gotta get I gotta get into that Browns suite next week when the Browns play the Jags in Cleveland. Suite?
0: We do. Okay, we'll get in there. Well I'm going to. Did you talk to Sam? Not
3: yet. Well now you could pull the well Cappy, I'm, I'm coming to Cleveland. Well last card. week
1: last year I I texted Sam in the morning. I'm like, hey, I'm in Cleveland, can I use your suite? He's like, Yeah, we'd love to have you.
0: So this is why. So Cappy's walking around today, and we all knew Sam was gonna be out after our meetings. Cappy's walking around like, hey, you see Sam?
1: Yeah, because Sam is like, dude, I like, need to see you. No, I need to I think, talk to you about I, this game. I think he's out of the office. Right. Well, he's avoiding me. So, George,
0: he keeps walking around. Hey, yo, anybody, yeah, anybody, seen, anybody Sam? seen Sam? Well, Sam, yeah, where's this Sam? is why, because you need to hit him up for something.
1: No, because I'm looking for Sam, and he's avoiding me. That wow. is what's happening.
0: If you were him, wouldn't you avoid you, Yeah,
1: I would. Because when you've already said, hey, I got you, you're good, and then all of a sudden you go, hey, I can't get you, you're not good. Now, all of a sudden, I'm looking for you.
3: That happened to me when um, the Browns came here last year, and you were like, oh, I'll get tickets. I'll take you to the Browns-Chargers game. And then like three days ahead of time, I was like, Cappy, are we still going to the game? You're like, oh, no, I can't. You know yeah, you know no what I, I need from it. you?
2: Tell me. What can I Cause do for you? Because you've offered this before. Tell I'm going to take you up what on it. What can I do for you? Because Mateo's coach mm-hmm. is playing basketball starting in a couple of days. Okay. And a uh, five-year-old basketball. Okay. And the coach says he needs a couple of assistants. Okay. What do you want? You free on Saturdays? This upcoming Saturday? Well, <laughs> down the road doesn't have to be every Saturday. Are you?
1: If you're there, I'll coach. Wait, so you want me to coach on your squad? Well, you could be the assistant. We uh-huh. you and I could be the assistant. Yeah, I would coach. You know, I love to coach.
3: This would be a great reality TV show. It would be a great. Bet. I
1: would love to coach. Yeah. How far are the games? Like, like are they in the neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, I don't need to schlep all over the place to you know coach a five year old team. You
3: got to check with Rachel first. Yeah, well, yeah. You're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna have do to do check with Rachel. Get, yeah.
1: We got we got spots around there. I'm gonna have to check with Rachel. We got, Saturday, we got spots around there.
2: We do, you know, for trade, perhaps. Oh, really? Yeah, you should talk to. If you're already looking for Sam, you should ask him. Wasn't Burke around here? Sam, I'm looking for you.
0: I don't know. He's worthless. War, Burke <laughs> is worthless. Nah, he's a good kid. He's all right. You're not even allowed to walk out the front door on the weekend without getting permission from Rachel. That's true.
1: That's right. You're going to go
0: coach Sedano's uh, five-year-old basketball team? We'll get you like a room at Terranea or something.
1: Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Sedano put me on FaceTime, and I'm going to coach from a distance, like Jim Harbaugh.
2: (laughs) No, you could be like, uh, what was that, who was the Villanova coach who did that commercial during the NCAA tournament where he was on like an iPad? God. Not Jay Wright. Jay... uh, Yes, it was Jay Wright. What? Where did I come up with that name? Yes. The coach of the Where did I come up with that name? Yeah. Wow. You can't be. Wow. You don't
1: remember that commercial during I the? I thought tournament? you were talking about Raleigh Massimino. <laughs> yeah. No.
2: Raleigh Massimino would have been a great pull.
1: <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, listen. Um, five-year-old basketball. I know. I got to figure it out. I got to work on my. Would you coaching rather do schedule. five-year-old soccer? Winter soccer. Well, I like soccer. I do like soccer. I'm a good soccer coach. Yeah. I'm a very. I'm a motivator. I'm like Coach Prime. Yeah. You know. I'm just like Coach Prime. You I mean, want, we don't want the five-year-olds to
2: decommit though.
1: Right. No. No. We need those kids. Committed to the project,
2: yeah. So,
1: hey, um, I was gonna talk during Dealer's Choice. I did see the picture on Inst- or on the Twitter, Andrew Whitworth and Luka Doncic, both number seventy-seven, yeah, exchanging jerseys, yeah. And when I texted Big Wit earlier to come on the show, he's like, "Dude, I'm in Dallas at a Mavericks game. Did you see the picture I posted of Big Wit in my turkey burn?" I did. Yeah. Peloton class Yeah you sent it in the text I was like Is that really big wit And then I texted him Because you know we, yeah. Now that we're best friends Because right, of the yeah. 7-Eleven
0: broadcast yeah. You slurped together
1: And I'm like bro Is this you And he's like It is me He's. I'm like my man We gotta get what, When's our next full show this week Because tomorrow's a it's combo
0: not. play It's not How about Friday No Pac-12 championship game Uh oh Hold is on it- LA
2: ESPN LA security command Hold on Let me call here me call Oh boy
0: Alright good night, everyone 12 o'clock tomorrow Mason Cappy And shit on him So don't miss that. Combo play. Anything else, Cappy?
1: Let's get out of here.
0: You're gutless.